Welcome, bienvenue, to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is a show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rentz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we're developing to help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. Quick announcement, everybody. We've decided that there's too much going on in Lyra's world, and we need to split this off into a pod special. So what we'll do, we are going to extend the reading to through chapter 23. We'll record the pod special, get our takes on the show as well as book club on Thursday. We in agreement? We are. All right. With that, when I was checking out the showtime, I went to I was going to the website, and luckily HBO has uh, on their website has a page for his dark materials, and on it it has suggestions of shows that I I might enjoy. One of those was um, Game of Thrones. Am I pronouncing that correctly? It might be Thrones. Tur- I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Thank you for the recommendation. I Thanks, HBO. Good. You got me. Like, as if there isn't, as if we're not still steeped in GOT information. Oh, yeah. To the point where there was another giant, like, giant dump of GOT news this week, and you highlighted it here. Yeah. Yep. There's, well, House of the Dragon. There's two things. House of the Dragon gets the go-ahead, and the one that they actually shot the pilot for got shelved. The Long Winter. Yeah. Wow. That pilot must not have been good i i can't even imagine i don't know but what i liked about the the house of the dragon is that it's announced by george r r martin <laughs> like ah can you please finish a book he's not gonna finish is he there's he did but he finished the blood and fury yeah i know book. i know because he plugged because it he wanted this because he plugged this... it in the post <laughs> well right but i think that he wrote and finished that book because he wanted to make sure that this this pilot would get through which he is firmly attached to yes he is firmly attached i appreciate that level of conspiracy theory speaking of teams that might give us some magic Ooh, wow (laughs) london series 2020 is you know it's they've been they've been talking about it for a while but tickets are going on sale cubs and cards it's a pretty good set of teams to get over here i think it's a good one. It's a good one. The thing that this has over the Red Sox and Yankees, the colors are always better. Oh. The, the, the match, the blue versus the red, as the uh, men in blazers would talk about, you're either a blue <laughs> or a red, and this is the quintessential blue versus red. I, uh, I identified your Christmas present. I, <laughs> what's funny <laughs> is a request has already been made. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Uh, is it the Han Solo in Carbonite? Because that, I think, is my favorite piece. It is It is pretty <laughs> darn good. So Mike sent a link to, unfortunately, he didn't send the link to the actual Le Creuset page, uh-huh. but a, a link to an article about um, Master Your Culinary De- Destiny, the Star Wars X Le Creuset <laughs> collection arrives. The, the branding is the, like, 
the the copy on this page is the best <laughs> wait where's the i feel like i'm there's is it right here it's all these oh okay are you oh. in or out on the porg pie bird out <laughs> I, I i thought you might be today on the pod we are going to continue talking about the sloan project since we are agile i was told that i actually had to have results this week so we'll talk a little bit about the repository that now exists eric will teach me a little bit more about agile and we'll talk about the write-up and then at the end we're going to review jd martinez so here we go uh, I categorize this as being in full off-season mode in the sense that we're in. we have yeah. all the data in hand. This is like part of my, this is one of my favorite times of the year from a data sense because we have all the data. We're done. We got it all. We, we know 2019 secrets. There's no more like, well, you know, they could have a nice September or he might sit in September. Exactly. We don't. None of that junk. No more worrying. We know. We can analyze so mm-hmm. we are gearing up for next year, and really in the form of our predictions. I think predictions are going to be key again. And we're. It looks like we're going to have a pretty good head start on this. <laughs> uh, compared, you mean? Yeah. To last year, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you immediately that there mm-hmm. is a lot of mess to be made because all I've okay. done so far is create the modular tools. Okay, so this is, let's be clear. Yeah. Let's put this into context that people will understand. Yeah. We have the subtle knife. Well said. You have not, you are not yet, Will, you know, making that last cut that breaks. <laughs> Quite yet, because we're going to get to that point. But we will, and the subtle knife will break. I'm not your Yorick, I'm your Eric, but yeah. I will fix Fair this enough. for you. Don't worry. Basically, the key parts of this are is just three things it turns out and once i really sat down and thought okay i need to convert these at least to definitions because it was just one big script before i identified mm-hmm. three key components which is obtaining the data yep making the clusters and then projecting individual players but it's really but if you look at this the title of our paper it's really four because then we have the we have validation. Yes, we do. I think. Um, no. Well, it's in, it's in it's in the readme, and the readme just says steps to do validation. <laughs> so, and I I have a huge I have a huge laundry list of ideas, and some of them are in the in the draft in the pot outline here, and some of them are in the readme of things to do of things to try, things to look at, things to make sure that we've we've checked and you know that we're like legitimately doing research. <laughs> but wait, so your covariance analysis is within the error estimation? Yes. Yes. So the but your the um the work that you're doing to analyze how well we've done that's not in here. Oh, right. Wouldn't that be part of the val? That would be part of the validation, Crap. right? That's not in there. Ha. Okay. All right. Damn it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. You win. I totally forgot about that part. So yes, there is a big other thing that needs to go in here. Well, ah. Uh, 
I did not shit. I did not <laughs> put that in my mental map of like how this eventually looks. Okay. All right. Well, that's got to go in there. That's that's next week's. That's the that's okay. next week's task. All right. I was so I was looking at it and I was like, I'm not I I'm not seeing what I think I'm was supposed to see cuz I cuz you know, spoiler alert on this, but you know, part of the paper was written uh this last week and could have used more of the <laughs> The repository being uh, created. Hey, <laughs> right. It, but uh, but anyways, yeah. So okay. So number one action item is going to be getting the model validation into this. We're calling it model validation, not calibration. Calibration. Are we going to do? Yeah, that's right. We are going to do some calibration within the within the error estimation. All of this, right? Sure. Calibration is mostly what I've been. I, I should I should be careful with how what I'm saying, which is that the what I previously said it was validation, what I actually mean is calibration and empirical testing. But yep. validation is the part where the stuff that we locked in basically we only have one year of data to validate on because the only one that we have that has no prior information of, or we have no additional information available was our prediction for the 2019 season. We can go back and we can make, we can post predict the 2018 season and see how we. Which, why the fuck wouldn't we? No, we're going to do that, but I'm saying. And the 2017 and the 2016 and the. All no, of those no, things. I don't know how far back we can go. All of those things are going to happen, but the only one that we legitimately locked ourselves in on right. is 2019. Okay. Yes, that's absolutely true. Okay. And the nice part is that because of when Sloan falls, we will have locked ourselves in for 2020 as well. Sure. Yeah, we'll have locked it in for 2020 so we can have people can compare that. That'll be pretty good. So, uh, we should we should step back here a second. I've taken I've taken this off script, which means that any sort of semblance of a plan is, you know, out the window. But generally there's sort of in a modeling effort, there's going to be the model development, model calibration, model validation. What am I? I feel like I'm missing a step. We're in what? But anyways, what we're talking about is creating a model is to say, this is the way we think our data point. This is how we represent our data points. Essentially through a um, simplified model. Thank you. <laughs> And then calibration is to say, okay, well, the model says y equals x times 2.5 plus 3. Boom. Or said another way. No. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and then calibration is to look, is to keep on turning it on, on its head and saying, well, should it really be three? Should the co should the coefficient be this? Mm -hmm. You know, should the yeah, should the y intercept change this way, et cetera? And then validation is to then look at figure out how to um, test those results. And the what what Michael is saying is that we made a prediction that is written stone, and that we can use that for, for our validation efforts to then look back and say, this is how well we did on that prediction. What I'm saying is, and what we're implying here is, 
what we're going to have to do is actually walk it back and then create use our platform to create predictions for 2018 validate those results in doing that and doing that validation we're going to go all the way back to the beginning through the model development calibration and michael is calling this is fine tuning for the calibration for sure not so much for the model development i mean that was part of what i was really working hard this week was to make sure that that it's just changed two numbers and you're done you know well but but it could be it could be in the way that we develop our clusters we could be splitting that out we could be splitting out further i i really think that these for the most part <laughs> i think these pieces are as modular as they get the cluster construction okay. The cluster construction is quite straightforward, actually. <laughs> In the end, it's quite yeah. straightforward. Most of the most of the the code that you see, if you look in the repository, is boilerplate to get it into the correct format. Yeah, get it into the correct format. Use the k-means. Use the k-means algorithm. The number the number of choices that actually go into the cluster piece are pretty minimal. You have to decide what you're clustering on, which is mm-hmm. which. If you listen to our pods, we spent a bunch of time trying to figure out what we should cluster on. And I totally, there were actually subtleties that I had forgotten that I looked at this week. Yep. Um, and then, and this, especially on the pitching side, there were subtleties that I had forgotten. Uh, and then you decide what to normalize to, or you decide if you want to normalize at all, which we did decide mm-hmm. to normalize. Um, yep. And then the number of clusters. And that's all you have. Those are the only ingredients that go in. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. The cluster making the cluster making is pretty straightforward. <laughs> the prediction generation the player has pre- generate player prediction. Has so many knobs that you can twist <laughs> that I had completely mm, forgotten about. And like, how did I pick this number? Why did I pick this number? I like all of these things where I did some validation but it wasn't rigorous. I mostly did spot checks instead of like really scanning the parameter space which partly was born out of the fact that the code was so immature that i i couldn't do a rigorous it, test it gets hard i hate when you have a script and it's like 300 300 lines long and actually it's really only like 40 lines long and there are a bunch of comments in there that are just commenting out lines of code that are old versions of of what you're doing exactly and and that was really where it had gotten to and why we really couldn't do any rigorous testing and now we're not gonna have that problem we did say we'd put up talking about it but here's an outtake anyway do you have to announce spoilers and because it's happening in the show right now i am your auric auric yeah your Bjornstein. Burison. Bjorn? Bjornison? Oh, this is going to be in the outtake. I don't really like it. Speaking of the writing, I did get a start. I don't know if you were able to take... Did you take a look at at the, um, at the paper, the Word document that's in our Sloan 2020 Google Drive? Oh, I did not. Hang on. Oh, this let me get there. Here, let me. That's right here. It's there's something in there. We got about a hit page and a half. There's a link in there now. 
And a little tidbit for everybody out there. Google Drive now allows you to store um, Word documents, PowerPoints, and spreadsheets as their native file type, and you can edit those in their native file type. You still have some funky Google formatting stuff, but you're able to keep it in that file type. So this is going to be a very helpful. Yes, it is. <laughs> Coming down the line. But what... I mean, hey, I didn't make as much progress as I really wanted to, but um, as you can probably see this, I've got um, introduction methods, 2.1 data collection, 2.2 cluster computation, 2.3 player prediction, 2.4 error estimation, 2.5 prediction validation. Um, section three, case studies, four interpretations, five conclusions all in the Sloan Sports Analytic Conference style guide approved document. Style guide approved document. Yeah, well, like because they spent so much time thinking about this. Uh, I Best line, the goal of this work was the creation of a DIY MLB player prediction framework that anyone could run themselves or tweak their own assumptions. Bingo. That's it. That is how we nail the open source track. Yeah, no, I we've got it. Do you want me to read <laughs> I feel like but and again in the agile if whatever you know part of this is playing yin 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 off of each other but we have something here we yep. have the first page for the most part written we're going to iterate on this a couple of different times i need to get a little bit better about just blowing through and populating these but now that i have the um now that we have the github repositories is going to be a little bit easier <laughs> you mean something something you can write from <laughs> yeah yeah no i was yes exactly mm -hmm. instead of the part where i just made it all up i okay pie in the sky goal i mean I, i'm looking at your your data collection piece here i really I mean, I love Fangraphs, but I really want to get this off of Fangraphs dependency because I feel so bad that I'm just, like, slamming their servers all the time in a way that I would not feel bad about slamming the MLB servers all the time. <laughs> right. But would be more likely to get fucked when they, do, when they get the next web developer contract. Yes. But, in, place. but yeah. in part, that's why I made sure that the reading part was module. It was modular. Like, okay, I don't yeah, care yeah, how yeah, you yeah. get to this data frame. We, you have just, to. Just right. make this data frame happen. <laughs> right. Just, yes. Yeah, exactly. No. And that's what I put in here in this in this paper, which hopefully, you know, we're, we're writing this to Nate Silver, of course. We'll see if he realizes it. But oft overlooked in the development of open source tools is the, re the reliance on proprietary data in open source tools. It's our belief that relying on manually maintained, tended, and primed data undermines the utility of open source tools. The aim of this project was to make something that would go soup to nuts, from readily available baseball data to custom predictions with quantified error estimates. That's so good. That's all we need, man. That's all we need. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> that's, all, that's all we need. That's all we're doing. Yeah. Don't worry about it, guys. It's so simple. Uh, yeah, we do still. I mean, even even if this ends up being standalone from Fangraphs, we still need to thank Fangraphs. 
<laughs> oh yeah it's in here no i know um, it is and i love that yeah before going any further before going any further we should thank fan graphs for their work in presenting baseball data and encouraging everyone and encourage everyone to patronize their site patronize not patronize please <laughs> no it's i mean it's it's really true they they certainly have made uh most things much easier <laughs> So my so we've got about a page of this. I've put in an, an introduction that's sort of brief. I've put in an introduction to the methods section and we've got the got this split out for the different, you know, modules of, of our model. The one thing I might be looking for you for from you is our notebook. Mm-hmm. I don't see any graphics. Tell me what graphics you want. <laughs> Tell me what you want. So the way, so let, just for people that aren't looking at the notebook, what the notebook currently does right now is it currently accepts a name and gives you the predictions. Yep. So, I mean, this is a very like, if you build it, they will come scenario, right? Okay, I built this tool. Like, now what? Like, tell me what else to do. <laughs> okay, well. Um... It now takes a name and spits out predictions. <laughs> Do we want we want to put that how many of these figures do we want embedded within the functions how or how many I said another way how many have to be I'll start coming to get maybe that's I mean other than you know your goal is to again but as as George Lucas would say, again, but faster. You know, that's exactly what you're doing with this with this model. I'm doing the same thing with the with the writing. Okay, again, but faster, more complete yeah. on the on the writing. Tangential to that, I need to make you a list of figures. Yes. That you need to make that you should be um putting in here well we obviously need we obviously need the figures that tell us the the stereotype because one really cool piece that you wrote in the original original version of the clustering was to calculate the guys who were the closest to the cluster center and we use that and we have that as we have that as tables right now which is really interesting but presentation wise what else can we do to make it to help people see this i need to get you a list of figures and i might just pff, fucking put them in this thing and then have you have just, us make it that's down great line. actually that's i mean isn't that's like the the agile that's the list. idea <laughs> yeah the most agile we could well okay it's like um i was listening to an interview with the streetlight um founder and she was talking about how they would just go into presentations and they just doctored the shit out of some some stuff. But this is what it's going to look like for you. <laughs> I love that. That's great. All right. Well, that's where we are trying to get to. I think that about brings us to the review session. J.D. Martinez. Who, coincidentally just opted in just opted in yeah how do you feel about that i was going to ask you about some uh, some baseball news but we ran out of time i really like jd martinez but if it if it means that we don't have moogie bets huh. it shouldn't 
This is the thing that's huh. so effing dumb. We have so much money locked up in Chris Sale. Yeah. That was already clearly in Avaldi, which was at the time dumb. Dumb. He couldn't even get through last season, <laughs> Chris Sale. I yeah, I don't know about the this he he feels undervalued, right? Because it was a five year hundred and ten million. So he's basically making twenty two million a year in this deal. I it's it's about it's about right. You think so? I mean I, I guess if I was him I would worry that I this is the this is the end. Like what happens after this year? Like because he would like to get another five year deal, presumably. Right. That this is the mental math that he has to make. Do I if I go out on the market right now, could I get a longer contract for slightly lower average yearly rate? Or do I take the money that I can now and then hope that I'm I'm gonna be able to play play to the point? So he's got sixty million more coming. He's got sixty million dollars more coming if he doesn't opt out of his contract anytime for the next three years. That's not too bad. Could do worse than that. And then and then yeah. he'll get he'll get picked up by somebody after that. So he'll make some right. money. But it's hard to imagine him having a better three year stretch than the one he just had. So his stats for twenty nineteen, hundred and forty six <laughs> games, six hundred and fifty seven plate appearances, thirty six home runs. 98 runs, 105 RBIs, two stolen bases, pick it up there, buddy, and a 304 average. Those are great, great, great numbers. And, well, I mean, the thing that's tough is he looks good in Boston. He looks much better in Boston than he did on the Tigers. And he looked pretty good on the Tigers. He looked great in Arizona, though. (laughs) Purple was his color. But he did, so he had a really... He had an amazing 2015. His 2016 yeah. fell off a little bit. 2017 fell off, I mean, a little bit. And then yes. an amazing yeah. 2018. I mean, you know, he's he's racking up. He's he's getting close to 30 war. For his career? Yeah. <sighs> Man, do you hear the fan noise? My fan is, like, going no, crazy today. It You're is good. so annoying. Um, yeah, I mean, he's... But this is it. I mean, this is where I, the wheels come off based on his age and what happens with the Red Sox this year. That's what I'm saying. Statistically speaking, this is where he should be trying to dupe some other team into giving Maximize. him another five-year, hundred-million-dollar deal. I, yeah, basically, if he was able to sign the deal that he signed with Boston again, right now, uh, that, that's what he should be looking for. Even if you were to shave off a million bucks a year, that's still going to be worth shave off more a million than... bucks a year. All right, let me give you since this is like hot and fresh in my mind. Working okay. on this, the JD Martinez twenty twenty predictions using the nineteen nine the twenty nineteen model. All right. Okay. Thirty six home runs. Thirty six plus minus five. Hundred and twenty. Uh, hundred and twenty one hits. This is these are all normalized to six hundred plate appearances right now. Uh, then he's going to have five stolen bases. We're very ambitious there. That does uh, seem ambitious. 104 RBIs, 91 runs. Dude's doing okay. Okay. Yeah. 
the uncertainty is actually really low because he's been so rock solid. So he's basically plus minus 12 on runs and RBIs. So our model will be shocked if he gets fewer than 90 RBIs. (laughs) Yeah. And when then on runs, it's like, what is that? He, He might dip below. If he get yeah, he eighty, if he dips below eighty runs, basically the model thinks. I mean, the model thinks twenty seventeen is like floor, like floor, yeah. floor, for him. Okay. Okay. I mean, he's good. I, I mean, like you watch him. So that's. I mean, that's great on the prediction side of this. But if you watch him, it's like there's. I don't know. There's any reason. There's nothing there that seems problematic as long as he stays out of the field. Which he's got to stay out of as, as much as possible. But can um, can the Red Sox do that? Who are they, who's he gonna have? Who are they gonna have next year? Yeah, I know, I know. Well, if Betts is gone, yeah, yeah, it's scary. Who are we doing this week? I'm gonna do somebody that I need to know next year if I actually should draft or if he's on a straight up do not draft list. I want to look at Sinshu Chu. Oh, God. Oh, why do we still have to deal with that name? Because if you look at his stats, I know. They're weirdly not that bad. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> how is he still around? I, he's been written off for dead so many times. I know. That's what I need to know. Like, how how is he doing it? All right. Time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Fantasy Tools, Mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, mind the Z. All I've got left is, worst of luck to you, buddy. Worst of luck to you, too. Yeah!